Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Hey Kieran. Yes? The princess was an ogre the entire time. What? Yes. I knew it. You did not. You did not know it. Actually, no one knew it. Actually, I was really surprised by that twist when I first saw it. It was a good twist, wasn't it? Yeah, but it might have been that I was 12 at the time. So. Well, Kieran, if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't have been listening mm. to the show because that is a spoiler. And That's it's right. an age-appropriate spoiler for once. So there yeah, we go. Yeah, I suppose. There we go. Hit our demographic. There we go. Put a lot of thought into it. I'm glad. <laughs> If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. Welcome. What we do here typically is we look at the trailer, the poster, any marketing material that we can for a movie, and then we go away for a week and come up with what we think is going to happen in the movie. Sometimes we're right, sometimes we're yeah. wrong, but that's the journey, isn't We've it? had a pretty interesting track record so mm. far. Speaking of, mm. one of the movies that we predicted in the past, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, is actually out by is the time out? that you listen to this episode. Ooh. I think it's premiering in the US the same day that this episode is released, so it is in cinemas right now, so run out and see it if you haven't already, and be sure to listen to our episode either before or after to get some juicy insights mm. and see how close we were or how far away we were. Mm. I don't even know at this stage. I haven't seen it. I don't know anything about the movie. No, nothing really has come out about it. No, nothing. Oh, actually, just to diverge a little bit, they actually leaked a fake version of the movie to the really? internet. Yeah. Ooh. So you can watch it on YouTube right now, but if you just do a search for Detective Pikachu full movie, it looks like it's going to be the real movie. It has the real opening credits yeah. and whatnot. And then it just has the main character walking down through the city at nighttime. And then he turns and looks and he sees Pikachu dancing. And then the, it's just a continual loop of Pikachu dancing for the full runtime of the movie. How do we know that's not the movie? Good point. Good point. Well, I've seen it then. Not at all what we predicted, no. but ugh, sometimes I mean, Hollywood throws a curveball at you. It was one of my ideas, you know, Pikachu dancing for an hour. Mm, yeah, I remember you saying that. 20 minutes. So back to the podcast at hand. Mm. Typically, we go away and come up with our own versions of the plot. Maddie D and I do separately, usually. And then we compare them. And we compare them on Pit the Pit them show. against each other. Yes. And then we sort of decide, mm, without really saying too much, who <laughs> we think is uh, closer <laughs> to the mark. No, actually, we just sort of put it out there, two separate ideas. Yep. But every five episodes, we come together and we come up with our own plot prediction on the spot. Yep. And that is what we're doing this week. The birth of that was Avengers, because Avengers was too much to handle. Yes. And I just thought it would be nice to mix it up every few episodes anyway. Yeah. Just do something special for the fifth episode of each Share season. Share the load. Share the load. Exactly. That was last week. Anyway, this week <laughs> we're talking about the first film adaptation for, well, I suppose, this franchise that we're going to speak about. What do you mean? They're, they're actually going to make a franchise out of this? I'm, well, the title I mean. would suggest that. Well, I mean, they will. They will. We're talking the Dora the Explorer movie. Dora and the Lost City of Gold. There you go. Now, of course, that is based on the popular, I suppose. Yeah, it was, it was popular. I suppose it was popular 20 years ago. Popular in the early 2000s. Uh, children's learn to speak Spanish through one word an episode program, <laughs> Dora the Explorer. It shared a lot of uh, valuable life lessons as well. Such as? Don't trust foxes. Fair enough. Listen, Always look at your map. Listen to strangers. And listen to your backpack. Yeah. Yeah. That's good life lessons there, I suppose. All paths lead to the ultimate goal. So the title... Monkeys wear boots. Yes. And also named boots because... They have boots. <laughs> yes. So the title would suggest... This is going to be a great episode. That 
<laughs> well, I'm glad you think so. So the title would suggest that they're going for like an Indiana Jones style series mm, of yeah. movies down the track. Yeah, so Dora and the sort of indicates this time on this installment of Dora. <laughs> and then, of course, they're setting themselves up for Dora and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. The Dora ov- and the Chicken Coop of Terror. Dora Whatever they want to do in the future. the obvious rides, theme park rides they'll set yeah. up across the place. Does Nickelodeon have a theme park? I'm not quite sure about that. Do they? I don't think mm. Disney's going to help them out at all. <laughs> no. If you didn't know already, Dora the Explorer is a long-running Nickelodeon franchise. Nick Jr.? Nick Jr., yeah, I believe so. Mm. I, I remember it being on Nickelodeon proper yeah, back in the day, right. but Nick Jr. didn't exist back then either, so mm, we're talking out of school here. Anyway, should we talk about our histories with Dora the Explorer? Sure, sure. I'm, so, I'm sure they're detailed. Yes. My history with the Dora the Explorer classic. The Dora the Explorer. <laughs> the Dora the Explorer classic is uh, I grew up in a household of younger siblings. So I was forced oh, I to watch the Dora the Explorer TV show with my younger brother. When, the Dora the my younger Explorer. brother, he's actually a listener of this podcast. So oh, hello hola. to you if you're listening. Um, hola. Hola. Soy Kira. Hola. Definitely not into it now, but back in the day, oh. loved loved Dora, and what I would, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> and I'd watch it with him. So I, I feel pretty pretty confident going in here that I know a little bit about you know the feel so of you Dora saw the Explorer it by proxy through your mm. brother. Basically, yes, that's right, that's right. Learned a bit of Spanish. <laughs> don't look at me to say any Spanish, okay. but yeah, that's my history. Well, we heard some before. You said hola, yeah, hola, see. Sí. <laughs> bueno Exactly Muchas gracias Anyway My history with Dora the Explorer Now The show as far as I understand First aired in the year 2000 Yes I was around 10 or 11 at that time mm-hmm. Showing so, your age there yeah, Revealing was, your hand Yes I was already a little outside the age bracket for Dora the Explorer However I first saw it when I was about 13 Just to give you an idea of Like all that Dora What I was No <laughs> Just to give you an idea of what I was watching at the time, my favourite movies that year, I think, were Pulp Fiction, right. the original Dawn of the Dead, yep. and Robocop. So, Dora the Explorer wasn't really my wheelhouse. Yeah, you're a big boy movie but, but I did used to watch it ironically with my brother. Oh, yeah? We had a so, whole bunch of kid shows that we used to watch ironically to laugh at, and Dora mm-hmm. the Explorer was definitely on high rotation in those. Well, it was during that time, though, right, where there was nothing to watch anyway. It was yeah, either that right. or Dr. Phil, and don't get me wrong, that's <laughs> yes. a great show. Or infomercials. Yes, back when we didn't have TV, so we just had to rely on children or Netflix when we got home or YouTube. Yeah, yeah these didn't exist back then. Starved of, of content, we were. Yes. Had to go outside and make our own fun. Not really. We just <laughs> sat inside and watched trash. We just, yeah, watch Sesame Street if it was still on. <laughs> it's just like whatever's on. You're the boss, TV. So yeah, I don't really have a strong personal connection with Dora the Explorer outside the fact that I've actually seen it. Mm. But it's interesting to consider that people who were born when Dora the Explorer first went to air are adults now. They're probably mm. yeah. looking at having children of their own, getting married. Well, hang on. What? Like, maybe, but like yeah. that, they'd be like 18. In an extreme circumstance. 18. 19, yes, of course. I suppose people who the show was aimed at, so people who were three to six when it came out, they'd be in their early 20s now, Mm. early to mid-20s. It's a little bit of nostalgia. This movie, I suppose, is hitting nostalgia for them, which I suppose us being slightly above that age bracket doesn't quite hit us in the same way. It seems almost perplexing, I suppose, to anybody else. Well, I guess it's kind of similar to when they made a Rugrats movie when we were kids. It was like but it's same. not really aimed at kids. I think it's aimed at a early to mid-teen audience, maybe pushing young adult if we're lucky. Well, I think that with these kind of movies, they kind of rope in the kids, they rope in the families, yeah. and they rope in anyone who was like... Well, this movie oh, is actually produced by Nickelodeon. I kind of so. like Dora, so I'll go watch it. Yeah. 
I remember Dora from when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, I bought a ticket to the Goosebumps movie, so like, I was a sucker. Yeah, there you go. So, I guess this is an indication that they're no longer marketing movies at us, Matty D. Oh, for, geez, the ma- that's scary. for the most part, anyway. Well, yeah. They're aiming at the age bracket slightly below us, maybe five to ten years below Cause, us. Because we're old. Yeah, we're old. We're, we're, we're old 30-year-olds. There's great. no money in us. Yes, no. So you didn't like Go Diego Go? I never actually saw it. I know very little about Diego. I was, so. I was anti-Go Diego Go. It was pretty really? much the same as Dora. <laughs> you were so outside like, the Nickelodeon uh, office protesting? Oh, I, was like, I was just like, well, obviously he's just stealing Dora's gimmick. How dare he? We're going to be talking about Diego this episode, so yeah. hopefully you know more about him than I do. He's male Dora. I just presume that he did exactly <laughs> the same a, stuff as Dora. Does so. he have a parrot? I know he was a pirate at one stage, I think. I don't know. I should have looked into this, but the aim of this show, folks, is to come up with a plot prediction based on as little information as possible. Yes. We could explore the full history of Dora the Explorer, look up what other people think the movie mm. is going to be about, but no, that would just be cheating. Yeah. And we're not about cheating, or well, at least I'm not about cheating. And we want to know how much of the promotional material on the trailer can give away. Yeah. Speaking of which, there's been only one trailer, right? For That's this- right. With this show, so this movie, sorry. That is the next question that I was going to ask you, Matty <laughs> D. Me, I'm on top what of it. do we know about the movie so far? Well, there's As one, you say, one trailer. Yeah, one trailer. That's it. Uh, that's all I can find. Well, now, there, there was one trailer years ago, yes. which I was a huge fan of. Yes, that so um, There was a college fake humor trailer, humor. yeah, created by College Humor, starring Ariel Winter of Modern Family fame. Yep. Matty D and I actually re-watched this trailer right before we recorded this episode, just to refresh ourselves. Mm. I remember thinking years ago when I watched the trailer, oh, that's hilarious. That never make a movie like that, and then being surprised, even shocked to learn that they were actually announcing a Dora the Explorer movie this year. Not like that though, like not like the College Humor trailer. But I remember watching the trailer for this Dora the Explorer movie that we're talking mm. about today, mm. and thinking, "Oh wow, it looks exactly the same as that College Humor trailer." Yeah. But in revisiting it, they're hardly alike at all. I'd say that the College Humor trailer is more sort of tongue in cheek and yeah. parroting Dora the Explorer, while the official trailer. The official movie, I don't know, it only seems very loosely based on Dora the Explorer and, and seems to take its inspiration from other places and other sources and other so? films entirely. Yeah, absolutely. I remember when that College Humor trailer came out, I thought it was funny at the time, but I was kind of like, this is not a bad idea. I think it's kind of interesting. It's an interesting concept. And then this trailer well, came out. Well, which one do you reckon looks better? Which movie would you rather say? Pretend they're both real. Pretend they're both coming out. The well, one of them one. is real. The College Humor one, definitely. Yeah? Yeah. What about that one stood out to you more than the upcoming official Dora the Explorer movie? Less CGI animals. <laughs> That's a good point. They had a real monkey in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a real man playing Swiper instead of... Exactly. We're going to presume it's going to be a CGI Swiper. Well, he's cast as voice of Swiper the Fox. Yes. So. We're going to be talking about that Done. Which I thought they lost a real potential cool thing by making him a actual person. That's what I would have done. You never know. They might that still was, do it. That was in my notes, but I guess... Well, I guess after seeing Boots, we're just to presume that Swiper's going to be a CGI fox, mm. and it would make the most sense to presume that, but I guess this is a detail that we're going to have to decide on when we talk about what's going to happen in the plot. Right. But one thing I wanted to point out as well, that this official Dora the Explorer movie was originally rumoured to be produced by Michael Bay oh God. under his Platinum Dunes Brow. production company. What was that? That was a sound effect. Isn't that a Christopher Nolan sound effect? No, Michael Bay does it too. I don't know. I guess I haven't seen enough Michael Bay movies. But no, that's false. That was absolutely false. He was never attached to the project. Imagine if he was, though. Well, I think that's what the original College Humor fake trailer was having a go at. They sort of styled it as though it was a Michael Bay take. Well, wasn't that all all about all these old sort of source material stuff was getting like taken and repurposed to be like action movies? Like they were just, the well was empty and they were just 
taking anything and trying to make an action movie out of it. Well, they do that anyway, so... They did it now. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I suppose the joke became real when they <laughs> had something that was originally a parody <laughs> idea and now turning into an actual movie. I mean, Transformers was a cartoon, you know. Yes, it was. And look how serious they took that. One of the cast of this Dora the Explorer movie was in Transformers. Were they? Yeah. We'll talk about it shortly. Oh. Now, I talked about this Dora the Explorer movie seemingly drawing inspiration from other sources, other films. Yes. I mentioned it already earlier in the episode, but it's clearly a direct lift of Indiana Jones, or at least the Indiana Jones franchise, well, which in itself was based on 1930s. Mines. Yes, King Solomon's Mines. But yeah, Indiana Jones itself was, of course, based on 1930s serials. I would call this a genre these days. Yeah. I tell you what, it looks like a children's version of the newest Tomb Raider movie, if you saw that one at all. <laughs> yeah. The one that was closer to the reboot game. No, I never Rise saw of the it, Tomb Raider. They made a movie version of that game, mm. and this looks almost identical. In fact, I'm going to draw a lot of what I think happens in the plot from that Tomb Raider movie. This is interesting, because I'm going with a solely Dora the Explorer television show okay. mindset. Yeah. Right. Okay. We're going to have to agree this on something gonna, since this, we're coming up with the plot together. It's going to be a clashing. Of course, National Treasure was another another notable movie that also ripped off the Indiana Jones formula. And another movie that I see a lot of similarities between Dora the Explorer and a concept that's been used already is The Road to El Dorado. Are you okay. familiar with that movie at all? Yeah, of course. I love that movie. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of similarities. Maybe just in the locale alone, but sure, this certainly isn't a new idea. It's an Aztec city, right? Yeah. I mean, they don't say that, but that's what it kind of seems like it is. Lost City of Gold, sure, it's Aztec. I always get Mayans mixed up with Aztec, so I apologize to any Mayan or Aztec listeners who Those out there who get offended. Mayans who are listening. Yes, with their solid gold headphones. Mm. Yes, I always get the two cultures mixed up, which is very insensitive, but if we confuse the two in our plots, I apologize in advance. Anyway, let's start talking about this movie. Let's, let's come up with a plot for this thing. Mm. But first, I want to talk about who is in the movie. Yes, let's and do that. And I suppose we can talk a little bit about what we think their impact in the film will be. First of all, playing the titular Dora the Explorer herself is... The, the what? The titular? Yes. What, what does that mean? A title know. character. Oh, okay. I thought that was Jeez. like a description. description. Oh, you were supposed to be the English teacher. <laughs> anyway, Dora the Explorer is being played by Isabella Mona. Now, I don't actually know her from anything. From what no. I understand, she's in a whole bunch of Nickelodeon shows. She has a music career like most young actresses her age. That seems like the Nickelodeon slash Disney child star yeah. path, isn't it? Yes, it's the Disney If they can slash, act, they can sing. Yeah, the Nickelodeon factory, creating the next triple threat, basically. Mm. Now, she was also in the Transformers sequel with the Dinobots. What was that one? Was she really? Yeah. Don't know, because I did not see it. <laughs> okay, I was hoping you'd know. But she's already played Dora, at least the voice of Dora, really? in a Dora the Explorer TV series, Lee. Dora and Friends. There you go. So she's Quite already... like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, she's yeah. revisiting an old character. Yes, so she's already <laughs> comparing Dora the Explorer with Charles Manson. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, she's already strapped on the backpack and picked up the map before, so this is well-worn boots for her. She seems good. And speaking of boots, up next we have yes. Boots the Monkey, who is a CGI creation. Yeah, yes. Interestingly enough, voiced by Danny Trejo? Yes, that is an interesting choice. I mean, he's a very famous Hispanic actor, but not yes. known for his child-friendly roles. I mean, he was in Spy Kids. Yes. As uh, Machete. Yeah, as Machete you. that had a spin-off that was not <laughs> child-friendly, too, too no. child-friendly. I was really happy to see this, actually. I, I was like, mm. we haven't seen him talk in the trailer. No, so he just makes monkey noises. But my suspicion is... if that's is... all he does. Like, he just makes the monkey oh, noises. Oh, oh, ah, Trejo in like a sound booth just going... Like, oh, with, with a piece of paper and a coffee just it being really surly. Just like... Oh, I highly doubt that. Uh, so, in the oh. Dora the Explorer TV show, 
Boots very famously is very vocal. Mm. So what I imagine they'll do, and I suppose we'll talk about this more in the plot, I think they'll have a young version of, say, Dora, Diego, Boots, and young Boots will have a child voice, and adult Boots will sound like Danny Trejo. Okay, so you're saying... Is there credited as a young Boots or a young Dora? There is. Well, Boots is CGI, so they don't need a younger actor. But there's no voice actor actor credited for young Boots. Mm. So unless he sounds like Danny Trejo all the time, (laughs) I'm just going to presume that adult Boots sounds like Danny Trejo. Mm. Interestingly enough, I just want to go back to Isabella Mona for a second there. I thought Ariel Winter was a better casting choice, if you ask me personally. Because of the look? Yeah, I think she looks more like what I imagined Dora would look like as a young adult. Okay. I don't know. I guess because the cartoon version of Dora is a little bit chubby and Ariel Winter's a little bit chubby, at least in the face. I guess because Dora is drawn basically as like a toddler. Yeah. Got a little bit of that puppy fat there. But anyway, I still think Ariel Winter's a better casting choice, but it looks like the filmmakers are almost actively doing the opposite of what they did in that fake college humor trailer. Right. So anything they did in that trailer, they're like, we can't do that in the movie. Is Ariel Winter Hispanic? I'm not entirely sure. I think they really wanted a Hispanic actress. Yeah. I think they wanted Hispanic actors for a lot of these yeah, which absolutely. makes sense for this movie speaking of the next person I want to talk about is Swiper the Fox yes who we presume is going to be CGI but he is being voiced by Benicio Del Toro excellent. of all people that's an excellent casting choice now of course we know Benicio Del Toro most famously as Dario from License to Kill mm. the James Bond movie yes no of course he's been in almost everything he's in he's Disney's favourite pet at the moment he's in all of their projects he was in Star Wars most recently mm. he's the collector in the Marvel movies, Guardians of the Galaxy. Is he the collector? Yes, he is. Okay. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Need I go on? Anyway, interesting casting so? choice for Swipe of the I Fox. I don't know. I can see it. I can see it. He can, he can be oh, dastardly. Man. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna I be can great. see it now. Now, someone who isn't Hispanic, who we're going to be talking about, someone who I suspect is, if not the villain, certainly working for the villain. Swiper's the villain. What are you talking yeah, about? well, we presume that, but we've got Timura Morrison of uh, Django Fett mm. fame. I don't know what else he's done. Well, we see him in the trailer, right? Yeah, he plays Pal. He's quite clearly a villainous character. He kidnaps Dora and the other children in the trailer. Mm. It'd be easy to presume that he's the main villain, but I think he is a stoolie working a, for, let's just say it, for Swiper. A goon. Yes. I agree. I think it's safe to presume We're on that the Swiper same page is the bad here. guy. Swiper's got to be the bad guy. He's they're either, either, either going to team up with Swiper. Yeah, I was just about to say that, yeah. To beat Pal, mm. but seeing as though we don't see Swiper in the trailer, I think they're saving it Scrappy-Doo style. <laughs> In the Scooby-Doo movie, as the big reveal at the end that Swiper is the bad guy. Yeah, unless, unless as you said, they end up working with Swiper. Could you imagine if Dora and Swiper have history and then... I tell you what, given the audience of the movie, I don't think they're going to go that clever with it. Damn it. Yeah, you can be clever. I'll leave what I have to say when we get into it. When we get so, stuck into it. Yes, so we've got Dora's mother and father, played by Michael Pena and Eva Longoria, respectively. Yes. Now, Michael Pena, I don't really know from anything. I've never seen him any, in anything. Well, he's but a Marvel he was actor, in, right? Yeah, he was in the Ant-Man movie. Yeah. Ant-Man as well as Ant-Man and the Wasp. He's a big comedic actor. Yeah, as far as I know. But he yeah. has the one joke in the trailer. Yes. <laughs> Great Well, joke. there's a lot of jokes in the trailer, but yeah. No, but that's, that's the one. He had that's the most the one, cringeworthy joke. That's the parents' joke. He beatboxes. That's the parents' joke. The parents are like... Hur, 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 hur. He talks about rave parties and mm. it's a very painful joke. And rock and roll music and hats back the front and mm. computers. 
And Eva Longoria, I can't say I've ever seen her in anything either. I know the name. What do you mean? She was in Desperate Housewives. Yes, I was going to say, I've got a note here that says she was in Desperate Housewives. Never watched Desperate Housewives? I've never seen an episode of Desperate Housewives. Yeah. I've never been desperate enough to see Desperate Housewives. (laughs) Staying in the Explorer family. They don't have a last name, by the way. Dora and family. Hey, by the way, can I just say the poster for this movie says Explorer is her middle name. What? (laughs) (laughs) What is her last name? Yeah, if it's Dora the Explorer, wouldn't the... What? (laughs) I think they'll make a gag out of nobody knows her last name. Uh, And her parents will just be called Dora's mom and Dora's dad. Yeah. Like Timmy Turner's parents and Fairly Odd Parents. Another Nickelodeon show. Mr. and Mrs. Explorer. Yes. Anyway, so we have Dora's cousin, Diego. Mm. Now, he is played by a younger actor, presumably in flashback as well. But the older young adult Diego is played by Jeffrey Wahlberg. No relation to Mark. Oh, man. And I know Jeffrey Wahlberg from nothing. I don't think he's done anything. Nope. This I don't is, know This him is his breakout role. Welcome. Welcome, Jeffrey. And the very last actor I want to talk about is Alejandro Gutierrez. So this is the guy we see in the trailer who The says, comic relief guy. Come with me if you want to live, right? That's him. That's him. And he plays Eugenio... Pardon me. Eugenio Derbez. Derbez. Eugenio. Now, he is well known, Alejandro, that is, mm-hmm. as being a Disney voice actor mm-hmm. for Spanish dubs of movies. Mm-hmm. So he's essentially like the Spanish equivalent of Eddie Murphy. And I mean that almost literally because he does the Eddie Murphy role in all Spanish dubs of movies. So in Shrek, you need Donkey, you get this guy. Yeah, right. You need Mushu in Mulan, you get this guy. So he is the, <laughs> the Spanish Eddie Murphy. Eduardo Murphy, though. Well, that's going to be an interesting energy. Straight away with this character, I'm not entirely sure if he's entirely trustworthy. Is he just there as the wacky comic relief? He really does work for Dora's parents. I think. He's trying to help them out. Or is he secretly working for the bad guys? And so he's a butt monkey. So we don't feel bad about him, you know, running into a spider's web, smacking his head on things. My, never going into the movie. I think. Might as well. He's the last actor I want to talk about. I, I think it might be a case of he is trying to pretend he's more of a brave explorer and he's got his, he's got his stuff together. This is a children's movie, so I'll be clean with my language. Sure. He's a braver explorer than he actually is. And the big reveal is that he was a fraud the entire time. And Dora will be like, no, you know, you're... You're a good explorer. You're a good explorer. I am? <laughs> exactly. You can totally see them doing that. Yeah. But here's what That's I also That's more think. realistic than because I think of him secretly working for Powell or Swiper the whole time. who's the map, right? Like the map a is a pivotal character. And I think he's the map. Oh, really? Yes. He's the guide, right? He's like, I'll take you to your parents. So I think maybe he's the map. Quite possibly. Now, they had in the fake trailer, the College Humor trailer, they had a man physically as the map in that already. But I actually had a theory that the map would be like a GPS. Yeah, maybe. Like a GPS that has the voice of the map from the cartoon. That's totally where I could see them doing. Probably where they're going to go with it. Because I don't see him being around going with young Dora while she's off on her own. Yeah, that's probably right. it looks like it's the first time that they met them. Because my initial theory was he was the map, he was the guide, and the best friend that's like... I'm the map, I'm the map. He's just singing. Exactly. exactly. And the and the best friend who goes, she's so awesome. The guy that like ob- guy. Has, has an obvious crush on her. Um, I think. By he- the way, those two children who accompany Diego and Dora mm. aren't credited at all on IMDb. Really, poor guys. Or Wikipedia, or if they are, they aren't I- given character names. Because I was. They're in the trailer. They're in prominent roles. Just aren't credited. Damn. So we're just gonna have we, to call them. We, we couldn't give them guy the friend and girlfriend. Well, let's, let's call. Let's call the guy. Doofy. Doofy and the girl, Daisy. Daisy. <laughs> Doofy, Daisy. Sure. Uh, imagine if we get that right in our prediction. I initially thought that... that, that <laughs> wow, I can't believe we got Doofy spot on. Who would have thunk it? 
<laughs> I initially thought like Doofy would be like he would just hold everyone's bags and he would be the backpack. Ah, oh, I like <laughs> what you're thinking here. I don't think they're going to be that clever with it or that cute, but still. Mm. I did notice that Dora's backpack does appear in the trailer. I saw that too. I don't think it's going to be talking animated the same way that it is in the cartoon. Maybe, maybe Dora eats some jungle berries and the, oh, she uh, and the, tripping out. And the backpack talks to her. Yeah, maybe. The map. But Boots, when he's reunited with Dora later in the movie, is actually coming out of Dora's backpack. Mm. So that's the one time that we see it. And it's quite clearly not sentient. So So, I think she'll just say, you know, I don't go anywhere without my backpack. And we see the iconic backpack. But yeah, as I said, not animated. Okay. So I'm going to agree with you. I think the map's going to be a GPS system. That's better. They'll go with that direction. Should we start with how it's going to begin? Yes, absolutely. All right. And let's say it at the same time. It's going to be a three, two, two, one. A widescaping scope. Wow. Okay. All right. So what I thought it was going to be was it was going to go cold open. (laughs) Okay. Huge shot of the jungle and goes into Dora solving a puzzle. Young Dora? No, current day. I didn't think there was going to be a flashback. You think there's going to be a flashback? Well, there is a credited young Diego, young Dora, so it's going to have to. Kieran, tell me about the flashback. So we're going to see five-year-old Dora and Diego Mm -hmm. in the start of the movie. Okay. So we're going to be introduced to Dora and Diego on an adventure in the jungle, standard fare, Swiper is the bad guy. He's probably stealing an artifact. It's going to be very Indiana Jones-esque, but in a very cutesy, kitty way. Maybe like a boulder chases them. Yeah, maybe. Will this be how Dora finds Boots? That could be cute, right? No, I think Boots will already be there. He'll be introduced the same way that Indiana Jones' face is introduced in that first Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know how they don't show Indiana Jones for like the first couple of minutes and Mm. then he whips the gun out of that guy's hand? I think they'll get in a spot of bother and Boots will swing in and rescue them and it'll give the audience a whole, wow, there's Boots moment. Okay, I'll agree with that. So as a compromise... And Boots is going to have a young voice. He's not going to have the Danny Trejo voice. So as a compromise, wide shot of the jungle because I want that to be there. Okay. <laughs> and and we go into the flashback. And I think they should be solving a puzzle similar to the TV show. There's going to be a subtitle right at the very start on the establishing shot of the jungle. Yeah. It's going to tell you exactly. where... Somewhere in the Congo. Yeah, it's going to say like, the Congo, Africa. <laughs> One of those. And then in Spanish. Oh my God, that'd be cool. Oh, yes. Hola. <laughs> it starts off in Spanish and then it translates. That means Congo. I don't think they're going to do any sort of English to Spanish Oh, they've learning got no. throughout the, uh, they'll, the they'll film. Have, they'll have a gag in there, peppered through. Like Dora, maybe explains. Dora and her family will speak Spanish in that very loose Hollywood way of the first and last word of every sentence is Spanish. Right. I think Dora will say stuff in Spanish and then say to people, "Oh, that means da da." Yeah, her friends Doofy y- and Daisy. Yeah, Doofy and Daisy. Exactly. Diego would surely know Spanish as well. He's part of the same family. Yeah. So, so yeah, they're kids. They're on an adventure. <laughs> it belongs in a museum. Yeah. <laughs> It's that swiper. Swipers, they're like, it belongs in, it belongs in a museum. <laughs> Benicia del Toro voice. Instead of giving him a, uh, giving her a hat, he gives her like a backpack. Yeah. Swiper's pink backpack. No, I think it'll just be standard adventure movie fare, Indiana Jones sure. ripoff movie fare. Sure. With a kitty edge, mm. they go on a journey. They sort out the puzzle. It's very cute. There's a little action scene at the end. They win. Of course. And then we flash forward to modern day. Is this where we see in the trailer where Dora's swinging on a rope and she falls? Yeah, that's presumably. Gotta be, that's got to be presumably. Star, right? So we cut to Isabel Mona in the future as Dora. Mm. 
I don't think Boots will be with her at this point. I thought he would. No, I okay. don't think he's going to come back until later on in the jungle. Oh. Where, where did Boots go? Maybe because they moved away from the jungle and Boots had to stay behind. Because, all right, I'll, I'll mention it when we get up to it, but yeah. Okay, so Boots is not here, so it's just yeah. Dora. So we're going to have a surprise with Boots and his <laughs> distractingly Boots. Danny Trejo voice later on. Hey, Dora. <laughs> <laughs> is that your Danny Trejo voice? Yeah, it kind of came out as like... I can't do Danny Trejo D- Danny without, DeVito. I can't do Danny Trejo's voice without sounding a little bit like Mickey Rooney at Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> Dora, what are you doing? <laughs> so I'll that. do as little <laughs> right, Danny right, Trejo let's, as let's possible. Let's not offend anyone. Well, the reason I thought Boots wouldn't come into it is because I thought their parents would force Dora to go to school, which I'm guessing yeah. we're getting to, and they'd be like, school is no place for a monkey, and she would have to say goodbye to the monkey. Mm. And when they're oh, reunited yeah. later on, it's like, oh, Boots, you're back. But don't you think they won't be able to resist the gag of Boots' voice being radically different? And they're not going to waste that right at the start here. It is Nickelodeon. Mm, okay. And he doesn't have to talk. True. There you go. He maybe just Boots be, is there and, and he's not talking. Because maybe Boots doesn't talk and then... For some <laughs> reason. The, uh, Dora gets a superpower somewhere along the way or an artifact. Oh, that gives that him lets, a voice. That allows, That's nice. I that, like it. That allows her to listen to animals like Swiper and Boots. Well, we're presuming that Swipe is the bad guy, though, so he's going to be sentient on some level to be giving true. Pal and his minions orders. True, true. So, yeah, maybe. All right, so let's let's keep on going. So, yes. they, so from the what Dora- we understand, we, we saw in the trailer, Dora's parents have got clues to which will lead them to this lost city of gold, which is either <laughs> Mayan or Aztec. One of the two. We'll just say an South ancient American, city of gold. South American locale. And Dora is excited to go with them, but she's finding out that she can't actually go because it's too dangerous. Well, I think she's being sent off to live yeah. with her aunt and uncle, presumably in America. They want her to have a normal Diego. life, right? Yeah, that's right. And, um, Even though she spent presumably seventeen years of her life exploring in the jungle, I think she's wh- going to school for the last year <laughs> of her schooling career. <laughs> I think whatever happened at the start is like where she swings on the rope and she misses is her being too. I think that'll happen later. Dangerous? In the you movie. think so? Yeah. I think that'll happen at the start. Yeah, okay, and I the, agree with you. The parents will be like, "Oh, we're worried about you. Don't you. look before you leave." Exactly. You're too foolhardy. Yes. So you're going to a middle you're going school. Going to America. Off she goes Off to, to America. America. Yeah. So she'll go over there. She'll meet Diego. He's big. He's handsome. He's bald. Hilarity in shoes. And then well, we'll our fish to, out of yeah, water. Dora. We're gonna have a fish out of water comedy with Dora. It's gonna be exactly like Crocodile Dundee, basically, but with Dora in the school. She'll be super happy and super positive, and everyone yes. will be like, "What? What's with her?" Oh, she's so lame. We're too busy dabbing and playing with our fidget what spinners. What is dabbing? <laughs> Like this? They teach you how to floss. (laughs) Or whatever default dance of the day they're going to be doing in this movie. By the way, there was a kid dabbing at the end of the trailer. I just want to point that out. Not in the movie proper. Yeah, well, Kieran was very angry about that. Yes. Right at the end of the trailer, when they're showing all the Nickelodeon promotional material, they've got two kids dabbing. And it it showed me exactly what sort of audience this movie is aimed at. (laughs) What is this, Diego? Oh, this is Fortnite. Get out of my room. (laughs) I'll rip off your arms, door and stick them up your butt. Shut up. Don't be weird. Spoilers for Endgame there. Anyway, fish out of water comedy at the school. We're going to get in a situation where Dora's going to go on the field trip to a museum. Yep. Scavenger Uh, hunt. There's going to be a scavenger hunt in the museum. Dora is excited because she's going to excel at this. They break up into teams of four. Daffy. Sorry. Daffy. (laughs) 
Dot, Doofy, and Daisy. Is this really the name we're going with? Dora. Is this really the name? How did we do this? Is this the name we're going with? Yes. Yes. Okay. So Doofy and Daisy. Doofy, Daisy, Dora, and Diego. So to break down these other two characters, Dave, Dozy, Deaky. I think I think Daisy's gonna be really cynical of Dora and just gonna play that play that comedy side of just like rolling eyes and being like, where Dora's really overly optimistic. She's just the one that you're supposed to laugh at. Doofy is gonna be a little awestruck. Oh yeah, maybe he's a little intimidated, but attracted to her. At the I same think he's time. holding a torch. Yes, for old Dora, good old Doofy. Because there always has got to be a character like that in one of these movies. And I think Diego has been westernized, for lack of a better word. So mm. he used to be like Dora, but then he spent more of his life in America, living with yeah. people like Doofy and Daisy. His TV show is not as popular. So yes. He is going to have to learn to be an explorer along the way. He's going to have to find the skills that he used to have as a kid. So Mm. in the flashback, we're going to see that he's an amazing explorer. He's swinging around on vines. He's talking to parrots. Whatever Diego does. I think he has a parrot. And he loses those skills when he goes to America. So Mm. like I said, he's going to reclaim those skills as the movie goes through. Maybe he's too concerned with being cool and and flying under the radar. That was mentioned in the... (laughs) Playing with his fidget spinner. And he doesn't doesn't have the self-confidence to be who he truly Mm. is. Going to embrace the explorer, which is also his middle name. Yes. Or last name, whatever it is. Mm. Maybe his last name is Go. That really angered me. (laughs) I can tell. Explorer is her middle name? What? (laughs) Anyway, so they're in the museum. The is her middle name. Yeah. Alright, go on. <laughs> Alright. They're in the museum. They're yep. broken up into groups of four. Scavenger mm. hunt. Mm. Which seems a bit strange because why would you want to encourage the students to be actively taking stuff from the museum? Maybe it's like Exhibits. a scavenger hunt where you spot something and you write down where it is. You right. know those scavenger yeah. hunts. Like, yeah, standard school fair. Yeah, like, we used to do them at the zoo. Where's the yeah? Where's the monkey enclosure and how many bricks are on this wall? Yeah. yeah. But maybe Dora will misinterpret the scavenger hunt. She's like, oh, we've got to actually find these items. So She's mm. going through. She's taking them into the back room. And of course, we see in the trailer that Powell runs into Dora and confronts her with a bunch of happens, goons. Or do you reckon he, she sees something going really suspicious and she follows them? Yeah, I like that better. I like your idea better. So she, she sees she, something she, suspicious. Mm. She goes, what are those men up to? Why are they taking artifacts? No, no, actually, I'm going to go back on that. No, okay. they're not there. They're there specifically for Dora. So they wouldn't be doing anything else suspicious aside from following Dora. Okay. So I think they're going to go into the back room away from the watchful eyes of the regular museum patrons and staff Mm. and that's when Powell and his goons will take the chance because they're away from the cameras so on and so forth they're going to go ah now we can grab Dora now her friends are going to hide Diego Doofy Daisy they're going to hide in a crate unknowingly they think they're hiding under a table but they're actually hiding in a crate yeah Dora's going to get into a light scuffle with Powell and his men and they're going to throw Dora in the same crate as Daisy what makes you think that they won't get thrown in together because I saw in the trailer when they Uh crawled into the crate before Dora was thrown into it oh okay so I think Powell and his minions only intended to take Dora but ended up unwittingly taking the other three D's as well I'm getting tired of saying Doofy, Daisy, and Diego. <laughs> Jeez. So maybe also, does Dora know? Does Dora have correspondence with her parents? Does she know where they are? Does she have information where that can lead them to? Her? I'm presuming or- that earlier in the film we learned that her parents uh, have disappeared off the radar. There hasn't okay. been contact with them for a few days. She's starting to get a little bit worried. Yeah. But from what we understand, Pal is trying to find Dora's parents. Well, he's trying to find the city of gold. Yeah, through Dora's parents, obviously. But he's like, who's the best person who will be able to track them down? Dora herself. And it's a good little uh, bargaining chip, right? Yeah. 
hand over the city of gold or you won't get your daughter back. Yeah, Maybe exactly. they won't go that dark. Exactly. It'll just be implied. So, yep. Okay. So, they're, they're in the jungle. Yeah. Just so the jungle. I'm presuming that is. they're going to walk out presenting. We're going to take this shipment of goods back to Africa. The or, jungle. No, here. sorry. South America. Just the jungle. This New Zealander pal is there taking these shipments back to... Dora is from the jungle. Yes, that's true. No, Nowhere in particular. No. She's not of any specific heritage, as Isabella Mona pointed out. Oh, by the way, there'll be a joke about school being exactly the same as like Africa. This is like a jungle. Didn't they do that in Mean Girls? Yeah, but they'll recycle it. Okay, fair enough. That's true. So the New Zealander, he's got a box. Yeah. No one susses out. He's got a shipment of goods here. Oh, let him through. Going to South America. Yep. So off they go. They're in the jungle. Obviously, they're going to be freed by the comic relief. Not map. Not the map. Eugenio Derbez. Yep. So he, he saves them. He rescues them. They're going to have a, an action scene where he's driving away from the bad guys in a jeep. He can't be a bad guy. Now I've, I've, no, I just can't I see this guy be. being a bad guy. Yes. So he apparently works for the parents. I don't know how he found his way back to Dora and the gang. Throw it out there. Throw it out there. Maybe, maybe, maybe he was a bad guy and he decided to. And that's the big twist. He's like, oh, I was working with them, but I decided that I was going to. Or help maybe you. they captured him. Maybe. But he escaped somehow and then yeah. he came back to rescue them. Yeah. That's a good idea. That is. Anyway, so they. Why leave- is he opening? up crates because <laughs> they're in the crate oh okay but does he know that yeah presumably okay so they escape they start off on the adventure tracking down dora's parents because obviously they're in grave danger from pal and whoever the main bad guy is so can i add something here mm. in typical dora the explorer fashion she has her map tells her of yeah. three places which to we've go. decided is like a an ipad G- slash yeah. gps style so- speaking device there's three spots on the map, the last one being the destination, and yeah. each one has a puzzle challenge, or yeah. challenge. So I think the movie is going to follow the same platform. Like I hope so. We need to go to the mountain. I don't think they'll be that cute with it, but yeah, I think in a very loose way they'll do that. Mm. Now we see, of course, in the trailer that they come across a temple. Mm-hmm. Now I think they need to get to a temple to find a specific clue, maybe like a, a compass, basically, or another coordinate is hidden within this temple and they're sliding around like it's a water slide in maybe, one sequence maybe the parents have to go underwater oh maybe the parents left a map that only dora can read and yes. that's how she's following it and, yeah. they're and setting, the map is the map yeah the map is the map and they're setting clues off so yeah so that someone who may be a fox or yes. <laughs> or pals goons can track them they've like had like the wouldn't it be great if pal was like who framed roger rabbit swiper in like a human disguise oh, so he rips off the mask and it's benicia del toro swiper swiper the whole I wonder if they're going to explain this whole anthropomorphic animal I don't think they will. I think they'll just roll with it. Okay. Anyway, so there's going to be several points along the way in the jungle, as we pointed out, Mm -hmm. which is where they have to figure out puzzles. Uh, Everyone will have their moment, right? Yeah, everyone will have their moment. Diego will solve one and sassy girl Daisy will solve one. Yes, Doofy will stumble (laughs) over and accidentally solve a puzzle. I bet he sets off a booby trap. I'm predicting that. absolutely. Whoa! Now, of course, they're going to find eventually the... (laughs) Doofy. <laughs> yes, they're going to find the lost city of gold. They're going to be fired at by the natives. When with their does Boots darts. rejoin this team? Um, the beginning? Yeah, early on. I guess they recover a backpack from the bad guys somehow and it's got boots hidden in it. Or their guide gives or it to them. Or they come across their parents' camp and yeah. it's been abandoned and the backpack is left there and Boots is hiding and in And that's the- where the GPS is. Yes. Yeah, that's so it. They've left so they're going to find backpack. they're going to find their parents' camp, or at least the parents' last known location. But the parents have already left, and that's where they come across Boots and the map. Yep, there you go. And Boots is their lead. Do yep. boom. That makes sense. Yeah, with his deep Danny Trejo voice. 
just having a cigar. Anyway, so they'll come to the kingdom, uh-huh. the lost city of gold. Which will stick out like a sore thumb and yes. you'll be like, how did people have trouble finding it? Yes, how did they not see it with helicopters and aeroplanes existing <laughs> as well as satellite imagery? Yep. Anyway, let's ignore that. They're going to be shot at by the natives, but then Dora... What, she, really? Yeah, in the trailer we see them oh, fired at by blow darts. That's when the log rolls down the hill when they hide inside the log. Mm. But Dora, she can speak the same language as the... Spanish? <laughs> Well, I'm presuming it's going to be like a Peruvian dialect. Okay. So she understands them and is able to speak to them and win them over. And she maybe the it's going to be like the third Tomb Raider game, the third newest Tomb Raider game where she makes friends with the locals. They welcome her into the village. Well, her and the, the rest of the gang into the village. They all dab. Yes. She teaches them how to floss. They all floss. Yes. All the children of the village are there when cheering and flossing. Thought, when I first heard you say that, I was like, you think thinking they, dentistry? Yeah, they teach Dora to floss her teeth no okay <laughs> speaking way more modern lingo for you yeah this movie isn't aimed for me no exactly so they've got to get the big MacGuffin. they've got to find the maybe these locals aren't even at the gold city itself but they know how to get to it and they because dora is an explorer she speaks their language she has shown all her wit and witticism along the way mm. they decide that she is the chosen one she's the one worthy oh no they're not going gonna make to her the kingdom her god are they no, I don't think they'll go that far See, with it. But I, anyway. I thought it would be an interesting twist with the City of Gold, and it won't happen, but I'll throw it out there, is that if it wasn't made of gold at all, and it was like a library, and the gold, in quotation marks, <laughs> is was knowledge. Knowledge, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think they'll So the do bad that. guys, you know, and, and Dora's that. parents actually wanted to find knowledge, and the bad guys are like, what, with this stupid paper? This is worthless. And the real message is, is it really worthless, mm. or is it the most valuable gold there is? So obviously, <laughs> Just ignore that, I but. think... That <laughs> Swiper is going to be the main villain. Powell is just going to be his henchman. Mm. He's got the parents. I work for a man. <laughs> they manage to track down the Not parents. Not a man, a fox. <laughs> yes. Let's just say he's a lot slyer than the average man. Meh, meh, meh. Anyway, so he's got the parents captured. He's threatening their lives. Dora has to travel off on her own. Just like the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, she is the only one considered worthy enough to go in and get the final MacGuffin. Mm -hmm. Swiper is forcing her to do so to help her parents. Yeah. Probably a giant golden artifact of some kind, like a big headdress or something, big crown. Yeah. She'll go in, she'll sort out the puzzles by herself. Maybe Boots will be with her. Mm. She'll succeed, she'll get it, she'll come back, they'll defeat Swiper and the bad guys. I think they'll outsmart him yeah. somehow. Yeah, the Diego and Dora and with the help of Doofy and Daisy, <laughs> they'll all team up to beat the baddies, win the day. Oh man. And I don't think it'll be any more complicated than that. Would, it, would, it, would it be like, Swiper always gets defeated by the audience. So how would they tie that in? Or will it just be like a trap door opens up and they fall or something? Maybe he's running off with the loot. Like it's a big chase sequence. He's got the loot and they're all chasing him, trying to get it back. It's going to be a big moment where they finally outsmart him. He runs into a tree or something mm. or a low hanging branch and they can finally proudly stand over him, snatch back whatever the artifact is and say, Swiper, no swiping, leading him to harumph and go, oh man, oh man. Mm. And then he's taken off to jail. And they play the song that Dora plays at the end of the show, which is, <laughs> yes. yes, we did it. We did yes, it. 
we did it, yes. Or maybe like a beatboxy remix one. Yeah. Uh, what the kids call raves. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be that exactly. Do, do, do. And Diego, of course, he proved himself. He is an explorer after all. Mm. He hasn't lost it. He proved himself in the final battle. Their parents are realizing that Dora is an actual explorer at heart, yes. but then she's also making sensible decisions. And they're going to set it up for a sequel by going, look, this isn't the only treasure that we've got to find. And this time, Dora, we, we're going to go off and find the Spear of Destiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we want you to come with us. Can my friends come too? You bet your ass, Dora. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. And they all like wear sunglasses and walk off. Yeah, I think it'll be as cut and dry as that. So who has the biggest kill count? Do you reckon Boots? I don't think anyone will die in this I'm movie. I'm just joking. Of course I think no everyone will die. have big bumps on their head. Mm. Oh, man. Yes. How are they going to explain to CG Fox? They won't. It's just going to be a thing. Okay, it's just something we accept. But- if we can accept a CGI monkey... We can accept a CGI fox, mm. especially the monkeys. So we're going to go with he's the bad guy. And yes. He doesn't happen to be somebody who is the bad guy, but then decides I'll help you out and has a redemption storyline. No, no. And is he in Dora's past or is this the first time they've met? I think he'll be in the past and then it will be revealed that he's the big bad guy again mm. later on in the movie when we've forgotten about him. I've we've given known enough- you for your whole yeah. life, Dora. We're actually brothers. <laughs> <There's> a- <laughs> I'm not saying they're brothers. I'm referencing... Uh, yes, of course. James Bond. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's it. I cool. think that's it, cut and dried. It's I'm a wrap. sure you agree with me. Everyone buys their Adora merch. Everyone buys their shirt. Everyone gets yep. their Happy Meal. Everyone, and everyone gets, gets excited. their popcorn. Everyone gets excited for the movie. And Nickelodeon goes, there'll be sequels. Yeah. So, uh, do you think the movie will do well? That's the big question. These movies typically do all right with the audience that it plays to. Right. No, it won't do well. It won't do well. Yeah, but like, I it'll, agree it'll, with it'll, you. people will watch will it. Will there be a sequel? Yes. Yes? Yeah. I highly doubt it. I reckon this movie's going to flat out bomb when it comes out. It's going to be so bad. All the best bits are in the trailer. It's going to be so awful. It's going to bomb. It's never going to be a sequel. That's just my prediction. Prediction, it's going to be in 3D. It's also going to have a sequel. Maybe straight to DVD sequel. We never know. Well, there you go. You never know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't think this movie's going to do well. Can't wait for all the people to be like, they ruined Dora. (laughs) (laughs) Used to be so good, man. Oh, jeez. When she said Arbre in the old days, she meant it. (laughs) Yeah. It's not even the real Dora. Now, I don't know why you would, but if you have your own theories on what would happen in the Dora and the Lost City of Gold movie, please let us know. We've got a Facebook page. It's just under Potential Spoilers Podcast. If you know how to find that on Facebook, just use the search bar there. Otherwise, we've got an email address if you're a Facebook Luddite. It's, <laughs> it's Potential Spoilers Pod, all one word, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah. If you've got any other theories on upcoming movies. If you're movies. excited about the Dora movie as much as I am. Yeah, I'd like to see at least one person who is. Uh, me. <laughs> okay. One person who I remember when, D, when, who we, when we were picking this and it was like two horror movies or Dora the Explorer. I was yeah. like, Dora the Explorer, Dora the yeah. Explorer. Yeah, of course it was. Um, yeah. What are we doing next week? That's right. Wow. I almost forgot to bring up what mm-hmm. we're talking about next week. Now, this week, I thought this movie was a slice. This was an easy cut and dried prediction. Dora the Explorer, too easy. Next week, oh boy. This one I don't think is going to be as easy. We're going to be jumping into the Fast and Furious franchise. Your face says it all, Matty D. Now, this isn't just a Fast and Furious movie. This is the first Fast and Furious spin-off movie. Yay. We're going to be talking Fast and Furious Presents 
Hobbs and Shaw. It's about family. No, that's just Fast and Furious proper. I don't think these two are related in any way. No, it's about family. Okay, it's about family. And Dwayne's in it. So from what I understand, knowing very little about the franchise itself or this movie, it's going to be a lighthearted action romp Mm -hmm. with lots of punching and lots of driving. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a good time for all involved. Yeah. Hopefully us too. And if you've got a prediction of what you think is going to happen in it. Send help. (laughs) Yes. Let us know. It'd be, It'd be good for a laugh. We'd be appreciated. And uh, yeah, I've never seen a Fast and Furious movie. It's going to be a tough really? one. Really? Yeah. I, I saw two. Oh, really? Okay. I've only seen two. So yeah. you've got an edge on me. Maybe between, two out of the 12, Kieran. Yeah, maybe I don't between think I have an edge. now and next week, I will watch every single Fast and Furious movie like I watched every John Wick movie. <laughs> I think you'll love it. No, I don't think I'll be doing that at all. I might watch one or two, maybe, but yeah. We're going to be talking more about it next week. But thank you for joining us this week. And we'll see you next time. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. Swiper, he's right behind you. Where? Right behind you. Do you see Swiper? 